Hello, and welcome to the Get Transformed podcast of Transformation Christian Fellowship. We are so excited that you're tuning in, and we hope that you will be empowered and transformed by the Word of God. Then one said, please consent to go with your servants. And he answered, I will go. So he went with them. And when they came to the Jordan, they cut down the trees. Verse five says, but as one was cutting down a tree, the iron ax head fell into the water and he cried out and said, alas, master for it was borrowed. So the man of God said, where did it fall? And he showed him the place. So he cut off a stick, threw it in there, and he made the iron, the iron float. Last verse, verse seven says, therefore he said, pick it up for yourself. So he reached out his hand and took it. I want to talk to you briefly, very briefly from the subject, where did it fall? Where did it fall? My message tonight is very simple. It's very simple. It's simple in such a way because I'm talking to a specific few individuals that feel that their need from God is insignificant. I'm talking to those who think that God has a value system on what he's going to move on versus what he's not what he's not going to move on like he has a way where these are the big things that I'm a, that he's going to do and the little small things that may be big in your eyes he won't do God doesn't have no he God's your concerns is God's concern are you hearing me tonight so I want you to understand that and I want listen God is going to respond no matter what you have worrying about, no matter what even you try to put on a scale to God, God cares about it all. Say, God cares about it all. God cares about it all. Listen, really briefly here, we are introduced to this prophet by the name of Elisha or Elisha. He is, ladies and gentlemen, considered uh, uh, the successor of his mentor, which is Elijah. Um, just briefly about Elisha or Elisha, I'll be saying that for the most part of the night so you don't confuse the two. Uh, the reality about this man is he is walking in what we call a double anointing. What the, Does that mean that he's more anointed than everybody? No, that does not mean that. To simply put that he's walking in a greater level or doing greater level of things than what his uh, mentor Elijah did. That he's just doing a little bit more uh, than what he's done. He's doing it at a higher level. Matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, anything or anyone that succeeds you, you would want them to do it better or higher than what you've done it on. Yeah. 
All right, so that's pretty much what we're talking about, moving in a double anointing. It ain't that deep. It is as simple as saying that he's just doing and, and he's working and operating in a way uh, that was greater to his uh, predecessor, that maybe, uh, 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 for better words, his mentor. And so, ladies and gentlemen, his fame has grew to such a height, whereas though that this school of prophets, ladies and gentlemen, or this company of prophets have grown to such the degree where people, because they seen how he worked the miracle with Naaman and all of these different things that Elisha, people are trying to grow and learn more about the prophetic. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me explain to you that these sons of the prophets were be, would be considered Levites. Some would say that they would be considered Levites, responsible for handling things in the tabernacle or what so uh, 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 or whatnot. And what we see is that this first company of prophets were introduced in First Samuel. In 1 Samuel, ladies and gentlemen, chapter 19, uh, where Samuel was training a group of prophets. And so uh, he was training them in the word of God, training them in not only the word of God, ladies and gentlemen, and EP said, I'd like to make that known that when you're a real prophet of God, this is what you, this is your manuscript right here. Like you don't prophesy anything outside of what the word of God says. And then also the revelation that you get out that's outside, that may be outside of the word of God, it still should correspond with the word. If it don't correspond with the word, then you don't got nothing. That's what makes us different from soothsayers. That's what makes us different from uh, people who practice with tetra cards and all of this stuff is because a real prophet, ladies and gentlemen, focuses on the word of God. See, when those types of people wants to bring divination and bring glory and honor to themselves... <laughs> uh, but let me stop there because that's not the message for tonight. The reality is, ladies and gentlemen, what I'm trying to tell you is that this group of prophets were growing. They were they were growing uh, to such a degree where now the place where they're occupying in is too small. The place of where you're occupying is, is too small. Matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, can I take it even deeper that some of us have outgrown our own spaces. Some of us have outgrown our own uh, uh, friend circles, have outgrown our own business circles. We have outgrown certain things, ladies and gentlemen. Where's thou now that, uh, where's thou now that it's become too small and you feel like it's too small. And what you and with you knowing that it's too small, you now know that we have to enlarge some things. TCF, you may be looking at the numbers of how many people in here and stuff like that, but that doesn't change the fact that we're getting to a place where we're outgrowing the launching pad of what this place was. All right, where the what this place was, and then there there's a new mindset, there's a new shift that is happening, and when that's happening, ladies and gentlemen, you have to step out and expand. Say you gotta expand, you have to expand, and so here we have it: is that the sons of the uh, the sons of the prophets, meaning this company of prophets, they come to Elisha and they tell him, "Hey, this place is too small. We, can we please build a bigger facility to house the number?" of men who want to be trained uh, in the in, in, uh, who wants to be trained in this area of the uh, of the prophetic and at first uh, 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 Elisha was not the one who initiated but he they needed his blessing because he was the head prophet he was the person that God was using at the time who his hand was on and so he consented to say yes let's do this 
So what happens is the geographical location in which they are at is that they go down to the Jordan River. They say, we're going to go down to the Jordan River to cut some trees, right? So we're going to go down to the Jordan River and we're going to cut some trees. And one of the servants said, hey, why don't you come with us, Elisha? We don't want to do this work without you coming. Come in. We want your blessing. Come on. We See, sometimes your blessing is physical presence. We want your physical presence to know that we're doing the right thing. They see, there's often times where you just want the presence of that person, the consent or the approval of that person that like who, who helped to transform your life to say, hey, can we please do this? And so Elijah said, yeah, I will, I will go. But here's the dilemma. Say, we got a dilemma here. Uh, we have a dilemma. So they start cutting down trees, and there was this specific student, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this specific student was cutting while he was cutting down some trees, and they were doing the work of the Lord, and they were swinging, and they were doing it in the right way with the right heart, all of this stuff. Let me tell you something. You can work for the Lord. You can swing. You can do all you can do for the Lord, doing it with gladness. But then there's something that hits uh, that 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 comes as a snag in the road there's something that comes that tries to frustrate you or stop your momentum and so we have it ladies and gentlemen where this young man or this person this individual ladies and gentlemen this person this this student while he's swinging his axe falls falls off while he's in doing the work Hey everyone, it is Elder Brittany here from Transformation Christian Fellowship and TCS has a birthday. We are turning five years old this September 5th at 5 o'clock p.m. We want you to celebrate with us with all of the wonderful things that God has done in and through our church. And so we want you to make sure that you are either watching here online on YouTube or if you are joining us in person, we want you to register now. Come and be ready to celebrate what God has done five years as a church. And remember, transformation starts here. There's moments, ladies and gentlemen, where we're fulfilling God's call, where something happens along the way where we lose something that we needed to complete the work. There's something, ladies and gentlemen, that happened for this student that while he was swinging, doing what he's supposed to do, he hits a bump in the road. Can I help somebody? While you're doing what you're supposed to be doing with gladness to God, there are going to be some bumps along the road. You're going, to have, you're going to have an issue where something that you are using as the tool to do the work of God comes out of your hand. <laughs> He's going to swing, ladies and gentlemen, and cut down the tree. But his axe head, ladies and gentlemen, it fell. It flew into the water. It flew into the Jordan River. Now, here's the thing about this, ladies and gentlemen. This, this miracle for me didn't make much sense. I've, I've looked at this text. I've always glanced over it because it didn't seem significant to me. Even while I was getting ready for this message, I was like, what is the lesson of this whole axe head? I've heard this message preached in church. Really didn't care for it. I don't understand it. I don't really understand what this whole thing is all about. Can I be honest? Hey, how this is a pastor telling you he didn't really understand the whole ordeal it's not until last night where i really understood what this is because the uniqueness of this miracle may look like this miracle is insignificant we're just talking about a little axe head 
And God said, that's it, Brandon. That's it. Most people feel as though that what they have or what they're trying to come to me with is insignificant. So therefore, they don't believe that I can do a miracle in it. <laughs> I was like, whoa. All right, God, you're heating up. Tell me more. <laughs> tell me more. The reality is, is that the Lord began to tell me, like, listen, lady, listen, man. I want you to back away from the text. Take everything that you know about this verse. Everything, throw it in the water. I broke one of my rules because when I come to the scriptures, I never approach it like I know like I know it. I go completely, I don't have no clue. Teach me. And I had to allow the Holy Spirit to teach me and take a step back. He's saying, listen, Brandon, there's a lesson in this that you don't fully understand. I was telling God, listen, let's preach something else. I'm not feeling this. He said, how about no? We're going to go back here. I said, all right, cool. So he said, listen, this unique miracle happened because this particular student, Vernon, did something that we often don't do. I said, what are you talking about, God? He said, let me help you understand something. He understood the importance of his work. And he realized the, the importance of his work required him to stay in momentum and not lose momentum. What are you talking about? If we go like how we would approach this situation, we would try to figure out in our own strength how we can still get the tree cut down without the tool we needed to cut it down. <laughs> I said, okay, God, you're heating up even more. Tell me a little bit more about this text. I said, you're heating up, brother. I see, I see where you're tracking. Let me track with you some more. He's saying, Brandon, look, this man is the opposite of how you would even decide to do things. You would think because this accident is so insignificant to you, you think that, okay, I can find another thing. Let me see if I can borrow somebody else's axe head. But you borrowing somebody's axe head slows down time. Ladies and gentlemen, he, he understands that, listen, the axe head was borrowed. So I was like, wait a second. And then I start going to deeper research about this. If you look deeper in the Hebrew, when it comes down to iron, uh, he's saying that the, when you really look at the Hebrew language and its concordance, what the text is actually saying is that it really was not borrowed. It was something had he begged or even prayed for. It was something that he begged and pleaded for that he realized that say, hey, that very thing that I begged, asked for, the one thing I needed to do what I needed to do, it's left. It's departed. It flew in the Jordan River. And guess what? Instead of him trying to figure it out, here's the first thing I want to give you tonight. What he did was, listen, he identified that he needed help. He was not prideful to say, oh, TC, that, listen, I don't need nobody. I'm going to try to figure it out myself. He didn't try to do that. He did not try to do that. What he did was, uh, can I help you? This is what he did. Listen to me. He, he, he did this in verse, in verse, uh, uh, no, 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 it's not right here. It's in the next verse. In verse 5, he says, but there was one, the iron X had fell into the water, and he said, at last, master. 
for it was borrowed. He went to the man of God. That's what he did. Now I'm going to use the man of God and I'm going to kind of use it because this is really God using the man of God in this situation. But this is God working in this whole thing. Watch me. So what happens is he identified that, first of all, master. He didn't try to say, hey, can you help a brother out? He didn't try to do any of that stuff. He didn't try to figure it out in himself. See, here's what I'm trying to tell you. A lot of us are wasting time because you don't want to go straight to the source that can really help you. You're wasting time. And, Jesus, and God's saying to us today, you don't have time to waste. You're trying to enlarge this building. You're all trying to cut down trees. You're trying to be of a work. And you don't have time, ladies and gentlemen, to fool yourself in the distractions. You losing your axe head is really a distraction. So instead of you coming to the source that can help you, you're trying to go in your own self. Let me tell you something. You cannot, wait, you cannot make your own miracle. You trying to manufacture a miracle, a supernatural miracle out of your own self. Can I help you? Iron, iron does not float in water. <laughs> Can I help you? Can I help you? It don't, you what you going to do, scuba dive in the Jordan? Let me help you understand this. We do not know what the kind of current was at the Jordan at the time. You have to do some natural, some history a little bit, because depending on what tide the Jordan was at right now, it could be dangerous for him to dive in himself because he could be drifted with the current. There was no scuba diving material back in those days. Are you hearing me? He couldn't just say, adio, something in the water. He could do that. He could not do that. I need you to, I want to bring you into where the text is. And the geography, depending on where the current of the Jordan was at that very time, it was like, well, Brandon, he could just jump in the water. Pastor, that's what he could do. Just try to find out. How are you going to find an axe head that may be, that may be going with the current that's sinking in the ri river and put your life on the line? This is what people do because you're trying to figure it out yourself without axing anybody, and then you put yourself in danger. This man knew, he said, I'm not going to put myself in danger. I, and guess what? Because of his history of being around the man of God, he knows that this man is working with God. <laughs> he knows he's walking with God because he's a company. He's in the company of the prophets. And this, and this person who's a prophet himself, ladies and gentlemen, who was one of the servants, he's like, listen, master, lowercase m, because he understands that he's underneath Elisha. Elisha's not God. So the M is lowercase. So he says, the first thing you got to understand is identify that you need help. So he knew, he knew that he needed help. He didn't try to figure it out. What God is saying to us today, don't you get prideful and put yourself in danger when you need help. Get the help you need. He's saying, come to me. I can give you the help. You trying to figure it out. And I'm like, listen, you're wasting time. 
Stop wasting your life away because you think, because I didn't have a father to help me. I didn't have a mother to help me. I didn't have physical people that were around to help you. It doesn't matter. It's God that can help you bring people. Oh, my God. God can bring a network of people at any given moment to bless your life, to set you up with this, tell you what course to go on, tell you certain things and resources, and you wasting time trying to figure it out all in yourself because you think you big and bad and you don't need it anybody's help the devil's a liar say come out of that tonight you need some help see identify that he needed help let me get through this quickly number two watch this that he state the problem plainly he stated exactly what the issue was and guess what a lot of times people do not state their issue with God because they feel as though what they're going to tell him that they need from him is insignificant and feel like they're going to get shame uh, brought to them because they're telling them this. I tell you, I'm not that smart. God gave me all of this last night. Listen, the reality of the matter is this, is that people feel as though they go in condemnation because they don't feel, and that's the devil trying to trick you to believe that you asking this from God, God is going to condemn you because of you asking God, please provide me a house, please provide this certain situation. You know that I, da, 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 da. Listen, there is no condemnation for those who are in Jesus Christ. Are you hearing me tonight? Don't fall for the lie. Don't fall for the lie of the enemy tonight that's trying to talk you out of talking to your father. Don't let nobody try to talk you out of. Why would you talk to God? Because he has a cattle of a thousand hills. Why would you talk to God? Because you're talking to a God that is invisible. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm talking to a God that sits high but yet looks low. I'm talking to a God that inclines his ear to me. He's not like a Buddha. He's not like... The reality is I talk to a God that's alive. Oh my God in here. I, I talk to a God that's alive. And if you talk to him, you'll realize he'll talk back. He talks in the stillness of the voice. Not only does he talk like that, but he talks through his prophets. He talks through his man and woman of God. And God is speaking to us tonight to say, listen, don't you let nobody talk you out of talking to me. Hallelujah, don't let their unbelief rub off on you. If you let their unbelief rub off on you, then you'll be just like them, stuck in their bitterness, stuck in their frustration. I'm not trying to be stuck in frustration. I'm not trying to be stuck in disappointment. I need to get out of it and talk to God and tell him exactly what I need. Hallelujah. Old folk used to say, have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all about my trouble and he will have. Thanks for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. We hope that you subscribe so that you can continue to be empowered by the latest podcast. For more information on Transformation Christian Fellowship, visit our website at transformationchristianfellowship.org or download our free mobile app on the App Store or Google Play Store. If you would like to support this ministry, simply text TCF1 to 77977. We thank you for your generosity and for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. And remember, transformation starts here.